0: So I had another vision. This vision was last night, and don't tell them what kind of vision I have tonight, but this vision was, I was in my old apartments, not at the apartments, but driving from the apartments, a street over by them. and. I was coming off the street and turning in my car my old car and I just remember driving in a the car and something it skipped the dream skip to another location which was kind of like it looked like a lot like where I, my hometown and I was in my car and then I couldn't drive my car home remember this is how I felt when I had crashed it when I was in a car accident. And then I remember thinking I'm not leaving without it though. So <laughs> for some reason like somebody started like chasing me and I was like spinning my car. I was spinning it home. Like not even like on the ground, like in the air. I was spinning it home. And I was kinda like floating. I was so tall. I remember just being so tall. I must have been flying. So I was flying. And I think I had like angel wings. I think I was an angel or something. But I don't know for a fact. I just know that I was flying. And um, I was spinning my car. My car was so tall. It was like the length of a car from back to front. If you stood it straight up. I was spinning it all the way home it turned into like a big like car wheel it was so weird it was so weird and I was spinning it home and then next thing I know I remember I was coming down the street and all I know is I was being like chased and then I remember like here come like I remember it was like it was like this warning like be careful like they looking for people to take their stuff, they looking to hurt people, they might kill you. They could you could die. You could possibly die. Like it's not a guarantee you won't. So I'm walking down the street, it's a gang of Afghanistans and Afghanistans, but Afghanians. I don't know how you like Afghans. If it was a um gang of Afghanistanian people it was the um, Taliban, pretty much. It was the Taliban. They was walking in the street. Some of them had um, coverings on their face. Some of them just did not care. They was bold. It was, a lot of them was, like, young boys. Like A lot of them was, like, teenage boys. And they was carrying big machine guns, AK-37s, and, like, big, big, big machine guns. I remember seeing machine guns and thinking like wow they carrying big machine guns in broad daylight it's not it's not my first time I've seen people with big machine guns but it's the first time i seen like a gang of people walk down the middle of the street like they own the place with big machine guns and they was not affiliated with no type of police they pretty much made the law I could tell because they was not worried about no police being caught or nothing and I remember just wanting to get past them and just kind of wanting to walk by And I remember somebody saying, like, hope they don't say nothing to you. Hope they don't, you know, kill you. Hope they don't bother you. And I was just, like, I remember thinking, like, I can't show no fear because it feels like they smell fear. So if I show any fear, they're going to take whatever I got. They're going to bother me whatever I did. They're going to take, you know, they're going to bother me if I look like I'm scared, like I'm ready to, you know, give them whatever I got anyway. So I got to walk past them, like, you know, I'm not, you know necessarily looking for no issues but at the same time i'm not about to just be scared of you because i know you know you looking for a reason so i'm walking past them and i'm just trying to like roll my car past them, and i'm literally like now i'm kind of just walking but the car i don't know it's popping up and it's not popping up but all I know is one of them wanted to look tough. He wasn't even really tough real. But they was like killers and stuff. I don't know if they were really killers and stuff. It seemed like they went around the neighborhood or village or whatever you call it and recruited. I'm not trying to be racist or nothing. But they was recruiting young boys. Like a gang. They It's pretty much a gang. And this young boy, he was about 15 or 16 years old. He just wanted to, like, he knew that they was able to do whatever they want. So, he's just like, anybody I see, I'm just going to rob them for whatever they got. And that's pretty much what they was doing. Like, they didn't like Christians. They was willing to kill Christians. But Christians could ultimately avoid them. But at the same time, it's not no telling. Like, they is unpredictable. That's kind of like gangs in America. Like, you go into a certain neighborhood, you wear a certain color, and, You know, they might bother you, they might not. Most likely they will that's kinda how it was. So I was coming past them and you know, that's when the boy, he was like fifteen, sixteen, he was pretty much like, Gimme that. He was like, what you he was like, gimme that, what you got? And I was like, This is all I got, no. And he was like he kinda was unsure of himself. Like he was unsure whether he could really take it from me or not. And I was like, if you unsure, are you not? And it's not even that I felt like he really was. It was like I was going to fight about it. I was not scared of his gun. Like I just didn't feel like he really was going to use it. I feel like it was just for him to be tough. But I feel like, you know, he don't got it for no reason, though. He probably will use it push come to shove. But I didn't care if he did or didn't. I'm like, you're going to have to use it because I'm not giving you this. And that's when he's like, give me it. And I'm just like no and so I start to keep trying to walk in then he's like all right I'm about to make a problem then and then like he can't kind of get everybody to vouch for him but everybody for a ain't really even want to bother me or like that they really low-key just was like you know I don't even know they really was focused on just looking tough and being tough they really wasn't mainly focused on me per se but they was focused on robbing people That whoever they felt like it i guess he just felt like robbing me so i'm like no and i was walking past him trying to walk through and then it's like that's when they start trying to get like riled up and they start like trying to like you know he started like you know kind of like influencing them to you know back him up and i was just, like i did not know how to feel but i remember thinking like i don't care <laughs> you're not taking this like, I got to get home. And I was serious. I was like, I don't care. Because mainly the thing was, when I first was about to walk up to them, when I was first about to walk past them, I started to show fear. And when I started to show fear a little bit, they all got rowdy. But then as soon as I was like, what? No. I'm not showing no fear then. Because if they're going to do whatever they're going to do, they're going to do it, with it regardless. I'm just not going to show no fear. So I didn't show no fear. And then they was going to walk past me. But... Just because he kind of, like, still had, like, sensed it a little bit in the beginning, he still wanted to bother me. And I felt like, you know, I already sensed it on you, for real. Like, you really, you know, you ain't really even, I don't know if you really even bought this life, for real. Like, you carrying this gun, and you really probably would shoot that gun, but you ain't really experienced, like, some of them in your group. Some of them in your group, they really bought that. They kind of just picked you up. And it wasn't like I was had to challenge him or nothing. It just was like, nah. You ain't even really about that. I don't know. He was just trying to be... I don't know if he was trying to be tough. Yeah, he was trying to be tough, but it was more like they was all trying to be tough. And he didn't have to prove himself to them because they kind of already knew he wasn't really that tough. It was just like, I feel like it. I do what I feel like doing. So I was like, no. And that's when he was about to get rowdy with me but then i didn't i didn't go for it then he was about to get everybody to back him up and then i was just like all right then everybody (laughs) i'll take everybody then i don't care and i don't know what it was but i guess it was my demeanor maybe it was me showing no fear or me just willing to take all of them on even with their guns and feeling like their guns really wasn't like no real weapons even though they was and me not being intimidated by whoever they was that you know it kind of just like they wasn't as confident I guess so then like for a second I was like you know for a second they did get like you know we got big guns it's all of us if we really want to we'll kill you and then i was like at first for a second i was like you know actually that's true and then i was then i thought to myself like well then you gonna have to so kill me then because you ain't finna take this just because you feel like it and i kept going and at first they was gonna follow me but then like i don't know it was kind of awkward it was weird because it was like they was debating whether they was afraid of me or not and i was by myself as far as i could tell but then family members started popping up, but they didn't want to be involved with it at all. So I was like, all right, so it's just me, and I was not scared. So that's when I start walking towards this alleyway. And when I start walking towards this alleyway, um, I see a couple other, like, Christians. And that kind of showed me that it really is the spiritual warfare in Afghanistan. It's not, you know, yeah, they killing Christians with guns and stuff. But in reality, as long as you don't show no fear and you have full confidence that God's going to bring you out no matter what, like you could be standing in the midst with a gun with with the person and you could be standing in the midst of the Taliban where they actually challenging you with their guns fully loaded and will kill you. And all as you all you got to do is feel like I don't care if you kill me. I don't care if you kill me or not. I'm going to be okay. I'm not afraid of your guns. That's not even... Like, you're not as tough as you look. You're not as tough as you seem. You don't even look that tough. You don't seem that tough. You're not that tough. And I, I... my guy's bigger that's what it is that's all it is it's about that confidence in your know, spirit and i think it's a spiritual warfare where it's like in my spirit i knew like i don't care what y'all gonna do and if i don't want you to do nothing with them guns you ain't gonna do nothing with them guns and that's what it was that's what took it that's what it that's what made them fear me i was by myself a woman and i was flying though but in reality like i could i think they saw me as walking but ultimately, I realized it was a spiritual warfare. It was a spiritual thing. So as far as this Afghanistan war, Taliban thing, you know, yeah, I do believe Christians are in danger. But it's a spiritual warfare. Like, this this is a devil influencing them, needless to say. But ultimately, as long as they got confident in God and they real Christians and they genuinely love God and they willing to adopt him, ain't nothing going to happen to them. All they need is prayers right now. Cause it is spiritual warfare. That's exactly what I'm going through here. That's exactly what a lot of Christians going through here. Actually, they're genuine ones. So they ain't really dealing with nothing more over there. The only difference is it look. It just look, you know, a lot more crazier than it is. It look a lot more challenging than it is. But it's exactly what it says in the Bible: spiritual warfare. For we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of darkness. Because ultimately, each and every single last one of them was being controlled by a demon. They were people, but they were being controlled by Satan. I could feel it because we had more power over them. Our spirit had power over them. And what does the Bible say we have power over? Demonic entities, demonic powers, principalities and powers of darkness, we have power over. But we don't have power over people. God has power over people. That being said. You know. As long as I knew. That if I didn't want them to touch that gun. Whether it was loaded. It was willing to shoot and kill somebody or not. As long as I showed no fear. And had full confidence in God. That I was not going to be touched. That I was going to get home with all my stuff. And that even if I. Even if you know it ever came down to i'm willing to die for god i was not gonna be touched nothing was going to happen to me and that's exactly what we're dealing with here but um in the beginning of the vision it was kind of a um understanding of like kind of was connecting i feel like i was connecting with people in afghanistan and more it was a uh it was kind of a disconnect there where it's like you know yeah we christians but like that don't mean we friends with everybody, every Christian. And I, I don't want to say that because, like, we as Christians, we need to be able to connect. And I have been praying for them. But, um, we wasn't that connected. I've been with other Christians all over the world. So, I don't know what really to say for that. But I think that they underestimated. They underestimated the, um the toughness i think i don't like to i don't want to use that word but they underestimated how tough americans can be i think they underestimate americans and they think americans are kind of soft yeah i'm gonna be honest with you i think they think that americans are a little soft and scary because you know right before this vision i seen this post that said Afghans are feeling called to stay and I was thinking like why is they feeling called to stay if they out there shooting y'all and killing y'all just cause y'all Christian why wouldn't you be on the first flight out of there just like you know the western ones that left and I realized that it's because they used to this like it's not even cause they used to it but it's like they they are in a way you know understanding that this a war and they is suited up they at war and they don't feel like they need to leave because if they feel called that's by God and if they feel called by God that's just like how I feel called to stay where I'm at right now of course a lot of stuff is going on of course a lot of you know people are being sifted a lot of Christians are being sifted but that's the point and if you know what God is doing right now of course you wouldn't just leave first chance you get I mean honestly I've been wanting to but You know, I've been had the chance to. The door is open. I can leave right now and never come back. But ultimately, every single time I think, you know, let me get up and let me go and let me never look back. I hear I feel God tugging on me like, no, I need you right now. This is a spiritual warfare. And if you love me, if you love me like you say you do, if you genuinely have trust and faith in me, then you know you okay no matter what situation you're in. I need you here. And that's why I feel like they have are dealing with. And they, I feel like, immediately kind of saw me as a little soft, a little, bit, little, you know, shooken up by this. And the thing about it is I think that they didn't understand I'm going through the same thing they're going through. Well, I don't know if they understood that. I feel like they maybe thought that I wasn't being... I wasn't tough enough to handle it. And I am. Even though I complain. Because I was talking about the car accident I was just in recently in. Because of spiritual warfare. I was talking about, you know, pretty much suffering. I, I haven't really had like all my resources pretty much being cut off because of spiritual warfare because of my genuine relationship with god a lot of different things i'm going through i'm fighting demons on a daily and i think that because of me actually mentioning that and complaining about that that they felt that i would i wouldn't be able to handle a situation like that and then after seeing me realize that we ain't too different after all and i'm not weak i mean i am tough (laughs) i am because you gotta be it ain't no weak christians And that's just a fact. And if you're a weak Christian, you bend and got sifted. So, it ain't no weak Christian. God is making us all tough. And that's no matter where we at. And that's about God, you know, knowing that it takes strength. It really takes strength in these situations. So, you know, I've I've been saying to myself, you know, if somebody else got it easier, if somebody else, you know, going through able to just skate on by and skate through this situation or if some people you know actually got it rougher like the afghanistan's dealing with the taliban and in reality no we all in the same situation just different locations we all dealing with the same devil we all going through the same spiritual warfare and we all got the same god so we good we just this this is a test from god this is a this the war that's spoken about in the bible we gotta fight we gotta put on the armor we gotta put on all the wiles um to i mean we gotta excuse me we gotta put on all the armor we gotta put on the full armor of god to resist the wiles of the devil and that's the uh breast the um excuse me belt of truth breastplate of righteousness shield of salvation helmet i mean excuse me shield of Helmet of salvation And shield The sword of the word And I'm forgetting what the shield is Sorry But um All I know is we gotta put on the full armor of God And we gotta do What it is we're called to do No matter who you are Where you at And all of us So, that would be the shield of faith, excuse me. And no matter who you are in all of us. So, I'm ready. I mean, I ain't got no choice but to be. And I realize that um, if you're a real Christian, you don't have a choice. No matter where you at. And it ain't no harder or easier for none of us. And we all, I think we both, I think we kind of get that. But more than anything, um, as I said to myself you know, maybe I want to be over there in Afghanistan, you know, dealing with the Taliban because it's the same thing for like to me. And in reality, they wouldn't get shot or killed unless they already was, you know, not faith, not confident in God's power. And how you going to be a genuine Christian and not be confident in that? So I think that that was, um, something that God wanted me to see that ain't no different over there he had been already saying that but I pretty much could see that and um yeah we all got our own war to fight we all got our own we all fighting this war and we all got our own work cut out for us and God is perfect in that way and we all understand what it's like and we all going through the same thing we all being you know pushed through the put through the fire To be refined we all being put through that refining fire but that being said you know um that was the vision i felt that you know maybe it would be a little bit more uh enlightening but you know that's what it was i had another vision but it's probably not too um it don't correlate directly with this vision that being said you know I think that was just the message. Simply simple as that we all going through the same thing no matter where we are in the world. All us Christians is going through the same spiritual warfare.